Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon or evening or whatever time it is because we make our time right. That's what we do here at the Witching Hour Spellcast. I'm Pamit, and I have I was thinking about doing shows on the pandemic. Okay, it's a bad joke, but you know, we don't want to take light of the situation we're in, but we also have to protect our sense of humor, our our minds and our spirit in this time. So I have a couple of guests, special guests that are going to come on, Diana and Carlos. We'll talk about Reiki, we'll talk about meditation, and we'll talk about, you know, ways to escape and, and, and have some fun, even as we're social distancing, even as we're in, home, in our homes, at stay-at-home orders. There are things that we can do during this time period. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play a tune, though, before we have our guests come on, so Let's go ahead and break it down with a Ganesh is fresh. Ginger Doss. All right, y'all, does everybody know who Ganesh is? Yes, baby. All right, this is kind of fun, so let's do it. Break it down, baby. So Ganesh is fresh. Ganesh is so fresh, chilling on his throne, surrounded by incense, roots and gold, with a heap of sweet piled in his bowl. He guards the gate and protects the threshold. When you're blessed by Ganesh, you can travel on a sacred journey to an inner temple. He paves the way that leads to your soul, and he's known for removing all obstacles. Now some may think it's illogical, a myth or just philosophical, but Ganesh makes everything possible because elephant power is unstoppable. To the God of all wisdom, loved by all children, known for blessing the homes that we live in. The Lord of all creatures with divine features, inspiring the minds of all true seekers. To the son of Shiva and poverty, with an elephant's head and a fat belly, with a snake for a belly to hold up his pants. He rides on a mountain, he loves to dance. With a lotus unfolding inside one of his hands And an axe to attack all ignorance A broom to remove all hindrance And a noose to reduce all selfishness He writes the pages while the sages chant Drop an ancient Vedic sign So we can comprehend All the many ways that we can transcend Sing a Jay to Ganesh, he's the youngest best friend When I say J, you say Ganesh, go J. 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 I pray to Ganesh to take away the stress and pave the way to the place that's best. Centered in the chest where the breath is felt. When you're blessed by Ganesh, then the stress can melt. He destroys the knot that confine your thoughts. And breaks the block He unlocks the door To the sacred core And he guards the gate As the pelvic floor The benevolent elephant Is so intelligent At the base of his spine He's the first element He's the ruler of the Muladhara Chakra His brother rides a peacock And his name is Gandhi He's a son of Uma And Mahadeva I offer this fusion To my homie 
the diamonds, baby, brought you here to me. Darling, you know better than to trust a pack of cards. What have we learned? The world is never as mad as it Tucker, Cheshire Kitten, we're all mad here. Um, you know, we're all wearing these masks and everything with uh, a lot of places having orders that you have to wear masks. I found a mask online that I was thinking about buying. That is the uh, thing in the background. It's, it's feeding back. Um, and by the way, it also is a little bit delayed <laughs> from what you hear. But there's a, a mask that I saw online that is the Cheshire Cat Grin. I'm thinking I should get Go for it. There's a that I saw online that is Carlos, if you're listening, I think it's it's there's a, a little bit of a delay and I think I'm getting feedback. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing two versions of this here. I'm trying to lower my volume. Does that help? Does anyone have here's here's what what probably is the issue? Is somebody has the the actual link open and it's playing the show, but there's a delay for from when we do this live and what comes across on the web page. So that's what I don't have the link open. Right. Open. Oh, don't mute me. Well, mute, mute one of me. But mute, don't mute this one. Mute the other one. That's the evil. That's my evil twin. It doesn't seem to be working. All right. Well, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and shut you off. Hi. I can hear you. Okay, are we all here? We're all good. I think so. And it's okay. Well, you know, we're all a pack of cards. And anyhow, um, that's the fun of live podcasting is is learning the stuff on the fly. And I want to introduce my most esteemed guests for today, uh, Dinah and Carlos. Carlos, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. Carlos, um, he like supplies one of my addictions. <laughs> Carlos uh, is a does a lot of hosting of shows in uh, in the area here in North Carolina, and he hosts trivia shows and contests. And I am addicted to trivia. I love I'm trivia. Glad you trivia and not drugs. No, not drugs. Trivia. Trivia is my drug. 
it's my drug of choice. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, you and I started talking about podcasting and such, and uh, and we talked a little bit about different ideas for podcasting. And you brought along your friend Dinah and thought about, hey, she knows Reiki. And why don't we do something about Reiki? And I'm like, yes, because I want to do a show about Reiki. But before the Reiki and and all the meat of the show, um, if you don't mind, I gave Carlos a little bit of an introduction. Dinah, could you introduce yourself? And then I'll ask Carlos to introduce himself again. Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Dinah Reyes. I'm a Reiki master uh, practitioner. I have been um, a practitioner since 97 and a Reiki master for the last five years. So it's been a long process. <laughs> That's pretty much it for right now. I, I, I like hearing that, though, because I've, I've known people who have gotten their Reiki master in like an afternoon because somebody, you know, did the Reiki moves on them and said, okay, you're attuned and you're tuned to level three. So now you are. And I like the fact that you've been practicing for such a long time and that it took you uh, uh, quite some time before you got to your, uh, your Reiki master. That makes me feel good. Uh, not saying that people not saying that people are you know Reiki is is such a an interesting thing but we'll get into to what Reiki is uh, with a little bit more meat here in a second uh Carlos it's your turn to tell us tell us about yourself oh well uh thank you um it's just uh nice to be here I am uh, like you said a host of trivia and other various assortment of entertainment uh uh, throughout the uh, Piedmont in the in the Carolinas, um, actually all over the United States, been doing it for about 20 years, uh, mobile entertainment. Um, and I've uh, recently uh, become more uh, interested in following a spiritual path in life. I'm, I'm not the most religious person in the world. Um, I'm actually very non-religious. But um, I, I, I don't think that uh, spirituality belongs to any one particular religion. It's for humanity to embrace. And I'm, uh, I'm embracing my noob uh, status and I'm uh, understanding I'm a beginner and slowly learning bits and pieces on how to uh, better settle my mind and balance. Uh, and this all was brought up uh, a lot because of COVID. Um, my industry shut down completely. Um, speaking of industries, uh, Dinah and I know each other from uh, the service and the food service industry, also suffered big time. Um, so we, um, instead of looking to uh, more solid vices, I'm looking to something a little bit more spiritual, maybe intangible, something I cannot capture in a bottle, but something that will bring some peace and serenity to my mind and, and spirit on the daily. So uh, and all this came together, thought of you and Dinah and, and uh Love to explore a little bit more about Reiki itself. And if I can share anything about mindful meditation, I'd be more than happy to. Awesome. Um, I, I do want to make, make one mention, and I don't know if you're still doing this. So I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Um, yes, you can't do these live these shows like at, at venues, but you have been mm-hmm. putting together some Zoom trivia. And I don't know if that's going to be open to everyone. Yeah. 
That's, um, that's, yeah, that's, I, that's, I, like I said, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here because you you give away uh, prizes, but the prizes are pretty local to the area, most of them. That's awesome that you brought that up. Thank you for reminding me to plug my business. Um, yes, we do a <laughs> lot of virtual <laughs> now. Um, I would love to start working on some virtual uh, meditation or uh, uh, Reiki uh, with Diana too. But as far as the business aspect of things, uh, yeah, we do use uh, local businesses. Um, we have a jet pin company currently out of Indian Trail uh, supplying us with some cool pins. Uh, we have some office uh, events coming up. So we've got some Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute pins to give away. Uh, we also have uh, some vinyl work, uh, some T-shirts made, uh, and some local um, painters, um, interior, signature interior and painting. I got to give them some love. Uh, and the Trail House in North Carolina, Indian Trail, North Carolina, constantly giving us prizes to give away um, to help, uh, you know, build their business, keep their brand awareness up, being that they don't have a lot of people walking through their doors. And um, yeah, it's something fun to open up well, your package. Uh, you, you use your mind, you actually get something. Nothing crazy, nothing you can retire off of. But uh, I, I think that we like to find some kooky and unique uh, um, items to give away. Well, I, I I know I participated in the the May the Fourth uh, be with you Star Wars trivia and that was a lot of fun. I think yeah. I missed the Friends yeah. trivia, but that was more of my daughter's. My daughter knows like everything about Friends, the TV series well, I, Friends, I, and I like that you do. Go ahead. It's absolutely grown in popularity that show in particular. Um, we do have, if you want to follow us, it's at Big Pop Trivia, and that's on Instagram and Facebook. And we do have an event coming up. July 27th. This is six trivia events in one day. We are affectionately calling Trivia Fest 2020. Uh, if you are a master of Pokemon, Mario, Pac-Man, the Gilmore Girls, the Golden Girls, or the Office, you want to sign up on Eventbrite. More info at Big Pop Trivia. Pretty at simple, right? Big Pop Trivia. At Big Pop Trivia. Yes. That's that's where you find him. Um, and and it's very important to find these escapes and find ways to connect with people, which is part of what I like doing about these with these podcasts is mm. it's more of a passive way than an active way mm. of getting involved with people. But it, it's it's still a way to connect. And that's why this message here, especially uh, talking about mindful meditation and Reiki is important because those are activities that are more more of a passive um, there's some active. I don't want to say totally passive, but they're they're more of a of a passive thing that you can do. Um, take your time, you know. Uh, take the lessons that you learned from from this podcast and and go and look for other information on mindful meditation and Reiki and apply it to your day, and it will it will help. And yes. I Helpful it will, and healthy. It will definitely help. Excellent. So, so Dinah, um, give us. We're, I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> give us like an in a. I try to explain Reiki. I've 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 got my Reiki three, uh, but I I don't consider. I I would not use the 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 term master for me yet because I'm still learning. I just, I've just been attuned to a three and I can well, do Reiki. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, let's put it this way. All of us are still learning. It doesn't matter what level, you know, Reiki four or five that you are. It we're as human beings and as our souls are, we're, we're constantly learning until the day that we pass. <laughs> so I love that. I if, if you put the two words together, it's a uh, ray and key. Ray means spirit or soul, and key or chi is like energy or life force. So when you put those two together, it's basically um, universal life force energy. So Reiki is basically, um, it's energy that's all around us. It's universal energy. And as a practitioner, I am just a channel for that energy. And all I do is I tap into it and I direct it into the body. So we're all made up of energy. We basically forget that we are because we're in a physical being or in you know a, a, a physical body, and we think that that's as far as it goes, but it it doesn't. It extends beyond that. And I always make the example with um, with moms or parents, um, how a mom intuitively knows that there's something going on with her child. It's like that connection, and it's that connection that connects all of us for the most part. So for kind of in a nutshell, that's basically what Reiki is all about, and um, Reiki is like a loving energy. It's a positive energy and it basically heals um, within the physical, emotional, and spiritual level. So what it does is when Reiki is directed into the body, if you have any emotional blockages, and a lot of us usually have a lot of emotional things that we don't deal with. And basically what happens with those emotions is it starts to manifest itself physically in the body and then you end up having like physical blockages. So that's why sometimes a lot of people have a lot of stress. They get like migraine headaches. They get ulcers because that's what happens when you have all your emotions that you don't deal with. And you, you think you're going to tuck it away, but you don't. You tuck it into your body and then it basically manifests itself that way into a physical ailment. And so Reiki, what Reiki does, it, it helps to bring that up to the surface and it helps you to release it. But it's also a two-way street. Like you have to also do the work. Like you have to be one willing and open, be open to the Reiki energy to, to accept it and to receive it and also be um, willing to let it go. Let whatever um, trauma or blockage that you have, let that go. I want to tell you really when easy. you, when you, oh, when you're, I've, I remember one, one session I had where out of nowhere, I, I just broke down crying I mean, like, I mean, nothing sad was happening to me, <laughs> but they were, they were doing Reiki on me and it opened something up. And I just, you know, I felt, you know, I, I shouldn't have felt silly because they, they were assuring me it's okay. This is, this can happen, but it, it did feel, it was a great relief after. And it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't anyone like saying, Oh, remember when your dog ran out in the street? No, it was just that energy blocking, blocking that energy. Um, yep. It, it, that usually happens. Um, sometimes people have like a huge emotional release and, and, you know, they, they start crying. But to me, that's like a beautiful thing because, you know, I cry all the time, whether I'm happy or sad, because, it's almost like the emotions are so overwhelming that that's the way that your body can deal with it <laughs> and express itself. So I look at it as a good thing. It's just like cry, let it go. <laughs> I, I agree, Diana, oh. that there's a, a lot of um, ther therapeutic uh, to, to letting that go. And I can actually also 
identify with that release of emotion, uh, but through meditation, through um, just find a guided meditation in a room full of uh, people um, and, and find a spot mentally where it's okay to discover those bottled up feelings. Maybe we're just not honest with ourselves about, and uh, that, that release, it does feel good. It's a, a physical expression that I, I don't, from, talking from a guy's point of view, like I know a lot of men might feel uh, uncomfortable uh, to, to feel that vulnerable, to let that stuff flow. Um, so it's been opening for me at my age that I can finally kind of embrace that a little bit and, and say it's okay to cry. Oh, yeah, I almost feel like okay we should break cry. into a Brene Brown. I, th- I feel like we should break into a Bre- Brene Brown TED Talk. I don't know if you've, re- if you've read any of her stuff or seen any of her TED Talks or anything, but she's 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 like a, a social scientist. I don't know if she's a psychologist, psychiatrist, or or, or what specifically ologist she is, <laughs> but she uh, she studies shame. That's that wow. vulnerability, and it's it's really it's a and she talks a lot about how men's relationship with it is too, um, and and it, you should definitely Brene Brown if anyone wants to to do some homework and look into it it's it's pretty interesting. Now when most yeah, people talk about Reiki they they I'm sorry go ahead Carlos what oh and by the way there is a slight delay when we talk to each other. So uh, I don't mean to talk on top of people. I apologize when I do it, but go ahead, Carlos. Uh, could we get a spelling on Brene Brown? Is it Renee with yeah. a B? It is. It's Renee with a B. Thank you. And, and brown with a brown B? Brown like the color. Brown yeah, like the color. Good. Brown. Like All chocolate right. brown. Thank you. Brene Brown, and and she's she's really interesting with some of the the things that she she talks about. Now now Dinah, when we talk about um, Reiki, a lot of people bring up chakras, and they it's kind of hard to explain. You know, this is a this is a, a on a pagan podcasting platform. Most of the shows here are pagan, but Reiki isn't a pagan thing like what Carlos was saying it doesn't belong to any one religion but it is something that that can be uses a lot of the same language and a lot of the same uh, concepts the chakras can you is is chakras can you explain that uh, chakras Uh, this is I'm asking you to give like years worth of stuff condense it down to about oh Five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So basically, there's seven chakras. And the chakras are basically um, the major energetic points in your body. There's other energetic points that people in acupuncture use, which are like meridians, but that's like way more specific and um, more detailed. And there's a lot more of those. But we're, you know, for the most part, we're talking about the chakras. And they're basically... um, just seven energetic points in the body. And during a Reiki session, we usually cover those chakras or focus energy in those spaces. So the first chakra is like the root chakra. And that's basically your foundation um, and your connection to the earth. The second is um, your sacral chakra. And basically what that is all about is 
It's your physical emotions. It's at the seat of your creativity. Um, your third chakra would be uh, your solar plexus chakra. And that would be basically like, like a little below your belly button. No, I actually, I'm sorry, a little above your belly button. It's like, you know, your mid stomach. And that is your seat of personal power. And a lot of times, a lot of people usually need a lot of energy here, especially women, because yeah. um, women are always the ones that are the nurturers. They take care of everybody else. They give their energy to everybody before they give it to themselves. So that's mm -hmm. actually one of, to me, one of the most important chakras. And that's the one, especially in meditation, that really helps because in order for you to be um, to, to take care of anybody else, you have to take care of yourself first. You have to fill the vessel. So that's mm -hmm. basically what the third chakra is all about. It's you got to take care of you. You know, like they say on an airplane, when you have a child with you and the mask, you know, falls down, if there's some kind of emergency, you're putting the mask on you first before you put it on your child because you have to be the person that be, that's going to be able to be the caregiver. Um, mm -hmm. So you got to take care of yourself first. And a lot of people think that, you know, it's being selfish and it's not, you know, this is you, you, in order for you to help anybody else, you have to help yourself first. So you have to do a lot of working mm -hmm. on yourself. So that's the third chakra. Um, the, the fourth is the heart chakra. And that's all about um, like your emotions. Um, more, I, I want to say more spiritual emotion. Like the, the second chakra is more physical. This is all about like love, love with your, um, your family, your friends, the earth, animals, that's what that's all about. Uh, the throat chakra is the fifth one, and that's all about communication. And then uh, the sixth is your uh, third eye, which is right above or in between your eyebrows, right on the middle of your forehead. And that is your intuition. And then the, the last chakra is the crown chakra, and that's your connection to the universe. So your root is your connection to the earth. Your crown is your connection to the universe. And as human beings, as physical beings, we're actually that channel that connects the both. So during meditation, it's really good to be able to ground and as well as to tap into universal energy and just basically try and picture yourself as um, a, like a straw, like a channel for the light between Earth's energy and universal energy. And using that straw... Um, metaphor is pretty good because if you have, if you're using a straw and you're trying to make that conduit go from the ground to the earth and back and forth, but you have a block somewhere, that's uh -huh. where Reiki can help is finding that block exactly. somewhere. And and you're right, mm -hmm. the solar plexus, the the yellow, the um, sorry, the that uh, that chakra is is one where a lot of people seem to have an issue with um i i call it your guts you know it's, yep. it's when you have your guts and if you it, you know if somebody hits your solar plexus it knocks the wind out of you and and you you're blown you know it's so so imagine it like not as Help! not as intense <laughs> the dog wants to be part of the the whole thing the dog wants to be part of it. Yeah. Um, no, but if, if you have uh, somebody punches you in your solar plexus and it wins you and you, you lose, that's, that's an immediate impact. But when you have something there, like all the time, like a pressure there, that mm -hmm. is, is what I'm talking about. 
it, it's like the same, it, it doesn't have that same force of an impact as somebody punching you there, but it has a lot of that same knocking you off your, your, your feet, you know, not feeling like yep. you can, you know, feeling like you can't, can't act, uh, basically feeling powerless. Um, you think yep. of the solar, it's, your, it's the sun. Go ahead. Yep. And it's your center. It's mm-hmm. your center. It's basically your balance. Um, and when you're, t- when you're talking about, again, with the, with the chakra, there's, there's colors that are, uh, given to each one of these, these points and it's, it's a rainbow. Um, Roy G. Biv, it, it starts out with red and orange, then yellow, and then green is the heart. Blue is the, uh, the throat, uh, indigo third eye, and then the violet is the crown. You, you're, if you think about vibrations, Color is vibration. It's a vibration. Um, it vibrates at different frequencies. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting a little bit in, into a little bit deeper into this than we need to. I just want to go ahead and just introduce yep. these concepts. But I but like that's... the scientific. <laughs> but <laughs> but when you when you when you think of the colors and you think I love to talk about the upper and the lower chakras with the with with the the heart being the center because the lower chakras are more about survival and the upper chakras are more about connecting with the universe and connecting with other people and that's how I see it I mean Dinah you can give what what is do you have anything to add to pack your your knowledge well, you know what? It's it's really interesting because for the uh, you know the the last five years or five six years ago, I always thought, and before that, I would think, oh no, I got to open up my higher chakras because that's how I'm going to get more attuned and spiritual awakening. But in actuality, the last four years, I have been focusing on grounding and rooting because you need that tether. You need that anchor into the earth in order to be able to access um, the universe, really. Otherwise, you're just going to fly away. <laughs> so yeah. You, you, yeah. You need to root. So I didn't realize how important, important it was to, to, to actually ground and root. And it took me a really long time to be able to do that. And I went through a lot of different healing modalities in order for me to be able to release a lot of my junk, you know, and, and, and learn how to root. And I just basically got to that point. I want to say in the last couple of years, I was finally, now I can like root, whereas before I couldn't, and now it's easy. But like with everything, it's practice. You know, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And see, when I was, before you guys uh, came to me to, to say, hey, let's do this podcast, I was like already sitting and thinking, you know, I really need to do a podcast that's just going to go over the basics of grounding and shielding and and cleansing. And I, people, you said a mouthful there when you talked about grounding. And I think that that's kind of what you're you're going to, when you're talking about your experiences with meditation too, Carlos, is you're probably being drawn to, to some of the grounding effects of it. Because a lot of people do think that when you're doing the meditation and you're getting into all this stuff it is all I 
I'm always using the terminology of upper upper chakras and lower chakras, so they don't know if anyone grabs what what I'm saying, which is basically what what you're saying. The the lower chakras are are important too, as are the upper chakras. Mm. But you've mm-hmm. got to find that balance. You can't be all upper chakra because a lot of people will get lost in that, you know, not not grounded, all airy, an airhead. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that as a negative <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm saying it, it, it is. You're you're not grounded. You're not you're not connected to to reality. And right now, it's going to be very important to to get that balance because you have to be grounded in reality but you can't have things overcome you can't get overcome by everything that's happening and you've you've got I want to go ahead and be a little bit preachy here and I I want to have your guys' take on this the virus is a virus it doesn't have a mind it's you know DNA RNA. It goes into your body and it does what it does. And it's it's a novel yeah. virus, so we've never had this introduced to the human race, as far as we know. That's that's what a novel virus is. That's why it's impacting us so much. Um, it, it's it's a part of nature. And you have to respect what it is and what it does. And you have to have a a, um, a healthy dose of fear, but not have the fear overcome you and overtake you and make it be the center of who you are. And that is the reason I'm bringing this up now is because when we're talking about upper chakras, when you talk about paganism, a lot of people will talk about duality. I, I like to talk about the polarity and duality. And there's, you know, if you, you think of something good, something that, that is good, there's also the, the negative, the bad about it. Um, so if you talk about the upper chakras and, and creativity and the connection with the universe, there's also anxiety. There's also those fears. There's also the imagination running away with you. So that's what I'm trying to say is with the when we're talking about getting our chakras lined up, that's the some of the dangers of not having your upper area, your upper chakras. Right. I, I agree or disagree, Dinah? Yeah, no, totally. I, I agree that with um your chakras definitely have to be opened and balanced. Otherwise it gets stuck in, in your body, you know, and that's what causes all of like the pain because it's stuck there. There's, there's not like a, a smooth energetic flow. And as far as the, the virus is concerned, I, I actually think that the whole point of this virus is it's forcing all of us to slow down. And that's really important because, our society has always been like, go, 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 go. And, and that's why I'm a Reiki practitioner and people come to me because they're going, 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 and they need help learning how to slow down and they need help learning how to release. And um, with the virus, it's forced a lot of people to just be at home and be, and be quiet or try to be quiet and to kind of like get back in tune with you. 
I think that's basically what this virus is trying to do. And some people are trying to fight it, but I know that there's a lot of people out there too that have started focusing on meditation and going within and realizing that, you know, there's more to life. <laughs> there's more to life than this, this job that I can't stand that, you know, I want to find something different. So I, that's kind of like my take on the virus. Yeah, I, I, like I kind of have to jump in and agree with Dinah yeah. a little bit. And, um, but, but disagree with one thing you said about, uh, you know, what, what needs to be done. Um, I, I feel it comes down to choice for a lot of us. And then you say, well, this has to be done. Well, that has to be done if, you, if you're seeking, if you're looking for that balance, if you're looking for a healthier way to, uh, to approach situations as they come up. You still have that option to, you know, be obstinate or stubborn and still try the same methods over and over again and expect different results. Um, so I, I really feel that opening, uh, open-mindedness and willingness is such an uh, integral part um, of dealing with that silence. Like you said, Dinah, the silence is being thrust upon us. And for some people, including myself initially, the silence was just deafening. You know what? I agree with you about the choice because basically that's what's happening right now is that we are all being given a choice. And before we used to People we could be in the periphery or underlying or hiding. And I feel like now is the time with everything that's going on, um, you know, with the virus, with Black Lives Matter, it, it, you, can't be, you can't be hiding anymore. You have to make a choice. It's either you sink mm -hmm. or you swim. There's no more floating anymore. There's no more treading water. You got to make a choice. And so I wonder you have if there chosen ever was meditation. <laughs> What? I, I wonder if there, there. I wonder if there was any time where we were just ever perfectly still, just treading water. It always feels like, uh, within the the flow of things, it always seems like we're moving towards something good or moving away towards uh, the good in our life. It's it's always like a constant, and, and not that it's out of control, um, just that it does require some sort of. Um, I don't want to say at like Reiki or meditation as a crutch, but more as a tool that you can utilize, take out of your uh, backpack uh, when things do get tough, as opposed to, I don't know, taking pills or taking uh, a drink or, uh, you know, resorting into some other uh, maybe uh, dangerous uh, behavior uh, doesn't help us grow spiritually. Uh, so exactly. I, I well, feel you like you've gotten into some philosophy that I love. Like you're, you basically just explained the Tao. The Tao is, is the flow and you know, you don't fight the flow. You go with the flow. Um, yeah, and, awesome. and it may bash you on some rocks, but it'll eventually lift you up. You know, if you don't, if you fight the flow, you'll drown or you'll but get thank stuck you for saying in that. Eddie somewhere. Mm -hmm. The yeah. only Tao well, I know, the, you know, the stock market. So it's good to hear something new. As I said, I'm, <laughs> I'm very new to this. So I'm glad I'm describing something that somebody has put a label on. I've got another one well, for you. So get this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so think okay. about it. When you're talking about energy and making a choice of sinking or swimming, okay, with sinking, mm -hmm. you choose not to use any energy. So you just, you just go down. Um, if you want to swim towards the future or towards something, you are exerting energy, but you're getting to a goal. But if you're just treading water, you're exerting a hell of a lot more energy, but you're standing there. You're not doing anything. So you think that you're playing it safe, 
when in actuality you're exerting more energy and basically being more of a disservice to who you are by wow. just treading water. How and, and that is that? And, <laughs> and that is exactly that, you know, we're talking about the virus, but, but you switched it to Black Lives Matter, which is extremely important and going on with, with, with uh, what's happening in our world right now, too. And it is a global thing. Uh, it, it is impacting everybody on, on the face of the planet. Um, and that's that treading. The people who are trying to fight to keep things the same are doing that treading water. And the other but people goes, like it fun. It just goes for Black Lives Matter. It also goes for the meditation and energy and spirituality in that you have to make a choice. It encompasses right. everything. Uh, well, that's why I was like trying to connect the two. Is if With your spirituality and, and, and such, if you want to stay in where, in, if you know, I'm trying not to get political, but there are some people who like to cling to um, this myth that we want to go back to the way things were and we want things to be back like to be, which whatever they're saying, it didn't really happen that way. (laughs) That's just a dream. It's not real that what they're trying Mm -hmm. to, to get back to. But trying to get back to something and you're, you're treading water, you're trying to go backwards against the flow, that can be, you can go ahead and relate all this stuff as well to, to that spiritual connection to, because, you know, what's the, what's the term that the kids are using today? Gosh, I sound like the granny that I am. Woke. What does woke mean? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Woke means that. Woke means that you're aware, you're 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 uh, you're seeing things as they are, and you're accepting that. So, like you're, what you're saying, whether it's dealing with with current affairs, whether you decide you make that that choice to to uh, acknowledge it, or whether you are going to ignore it, it's the same thing. Like you were saying, Dinah, with spirituality, and with the meditation, this stuff helps. Understanding Reiki helps. Understanding meditation helps. Um, I have a chronic health problems, and uh, chronic pain is part of it. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of medicine out there that can help it. And when you talk to the experts of of, of my chronic illness. Um, my chronic disorder, they'll tell you that the best things you can practice are mindfulness and breathing. And people don't want to hear that. They want to hear, make it better, take a pill. I could tell you. uh, (laughs) And, you know, and, and, well, if we want to go towards the pharmaceutical way of the uh, discussion, uh, I'll let you guys, I am on one right now myself, but it would took a lot of therapy to get to that open-mindedness um, where I, I put, I guess I, you know, you, you prejudge everything and you, you put this thing into one category and well, it's going to kill me or it's going to affect my libido or it's going to do this or it's going to do that. And, and I was finding in the myth method of balance, if we're looking for that one panacea, the one all encompassing answer, I think we shortchange ourselves. 
Um, and, and then just talking from my experience itself, not to say, you know, seven pills a day is a good thing to be in. And Pam, I'm, I'm sorry about your situation. I, I can only sympathize. I can't empathize with being in chronic pain. Um, I, I really feel like um, it, we shouldn't abandon the idea of pharmaceuticals, um, but it's also something that needs to be uh, something that can be very easily abused and something that we think we should definitely pay attention to um, as far as uh, pain management is concerned. Um, There's one method that I use uh, before I even start taking the pills. I just wanted to be honest with you guys, Uh, but it's a, a, a mindful meditation technique that allows me to switch off that emotional side of my brain and kind of switch to the logical side uh, by using the, our five senses. I, I wish I knew who gave me this, this idea, but I actually shared it with my uh, therapist and, and she thought it was an amazing way um, to, to, it's a five, four, three, two, one method. If, if, you know, if I can indulge you for a second. It's mind, yeah, uh, mindfulness. Go ahead. Yeah, it's about mindfulness. I, I do this a lot when I'm driving. If there's anger uh, brewing up inside of me, I'm, I'm very, you know, about myself and my feelings. And I'm like, I'm getting a little angry here and not really looking out outwards at anybody else driving in my car or thinking about something that made me angry earlier during the day. So I use this, this method, the five, four, three, two, one. The five, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, look and uh, focus on five different things around me. Um, and, and, and not just glance, I'm like really look and focus on these things. And of course, when you're driving, you want to look on, have, hopefully the road is one of the things you're looking at, uh, <laughs> but switching yes. your, uh, emotional side to the logical side to use your vision, to see five different things. The fourth, uh, number four is, uh, we want you to hear four different things. And in my entertainment background, I'm telling you, I, I, I can listen to pieces of music and hear every instrument and every bit of production. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had to learn how to do that with nature outdoors and being able to discern between the man-made noises of cars driving by and the differences between, well, that's just not birds. Those are different birds. And that might be an insect. And, and, and when I'm thinking, focusing on that hearing those different sounds and what's making those sounds, I'm slowly getting out of the emotional side and more into the logical side. We move on to number three going to touch three things. It could be something simple as, oh, you think I touch things with my hands. Well, we're also touching the seat that we talk on with our legs and our, our butt, and uh, we're touching the floor with the bottom of our feet. So we're actually touching three things right now. We're going to use the last two senses to smell two things uh, and then finally taste something. And if you don't have a uh, something to eat nearby, a, a good memory of a, one of your favorite meals or something is always great to focus on. And hopefully during the course the air, of this too. very, yeah, you can taste air. Absolutely. Uh, I piece of gum. Um, I don't recommend licking your hand in the COVID uh, era, um, but <laughs> you can always <laughs> use your imagination for that. Uh, but in, even just in that brief description of using that process, it got my mind off of me, got my mind off of my emotions. And now I'm perhaps in a spot where maybe I am more open to try some meditation or maybe talk to my Reiki master, or maybe uh, breathe a little, or, or some transcendental meditation, um, chanting. Uh, it, there's a, a music. Music is such an integral part of my life. Um, it, it, it allows that time to pause and reflect before I proceed. I, I want to share a great meditation. 
I want to share. I well, want to I, share a, a thing with you there, Carlos, about you know because you and I come from that that music, like DJ background. I remember mm-hmm. uh, leaving. I was like doing my my stuff at the radio station one day. We had two. We had the AM station, FM station, and while I was running around doing my my duties and rushing back to the studio, I stopped and I looked at my friend and I said, "I bet you got back. You got into radio because you love music." And she looked at me like, "Well, duh." And then I said, when's the last time you were able to enjoy it? And it clicked mm. in her head. And I'm sure that I'm sure you've been in those situations too. When when that oh, when that, wow. that is your job. It is um up to me and in the individual to choose how I view my career, how I view my relationships with my people. Um, there has been times where I, I loathe my job based out of probably boredom or the repetition of everything. Uh, and lately, I've been probably more grateful than ever um, when that was taken away from me. And I was faced with a very real possibility that I would not get to play Big Pop again. That's the character, um, the stage name. And um, and I knew I was probably going to a little bit of an extreme, but... Um, Again, you know, the absence of one of our senses heightens our other senses. And I just feel like when they, you know, when the pandemic has taken all that stuff away uh, and I went to doing nothing for almost close to three months now, uh, except learn how to adapt. uh, It was the greatest exercise and continues to be the greatest exercise in acceptance, uh, which one of you guys mentioned earlier. I think it was you, Pam. Uh, we just accept things that they, this is the way they are. Some days, you know, you get smashed on the rocks uh, and some days we're, you know, we're staying on top of the rocks, taking selfies. Um, Acceptance does know. not mean surrender. Acceptance doesn't mean surrender. I, I'm going to, I mentioned a little bit about Tao, um, some other Eastern philosophies that I, that I get into is a little bit of, of Buddhism and, um, mm, and yeah. a lot of the, one of the key things that I one of the first things I learned about Buddhism is is how life is pain. Um if you grab hold of of things like, you know the fact that you're not working and you grab hold of that pain, you're you know, you you're not growing. You're not moving forward. You're you're stuck with you know oh my gosh this really sucks and I can't but if you if you do what you're doing right now which I commend you for Carlos is taking a step back and saying okay um, now is a, a chance for me to to work on me to make myself uh, because I am not my job my job is part yes. of who I am but I'm yeah <laughs> I am Carlos yeah. I am I am that was a realization for me. That was a watershed moment is quite cathartic when it's like, that's not me. That's not, and that's nobody. I'm, there are people that work 60, 70, 80 hours a week that I'm sure they would identify that's part of who they are. But, um, you know, I've always been a firm believer is that you, uh, you know, you work, work to, um, you live to uh, work to live. <laughs> Don't live to work. Um, those moments that pass us by because we decided to pick up an extra shift or, uh, you know, where we put that in front of what's important. I I tend to think that, um, and and maybe it comes with age. 
and maybe it comes with the people that I'm surrounding myself with. I, I chose to surround myself uh, with more wise people so that I could perhaps learn from their wisdom. I find that when you spend time with uh, negative people or watching negative images uh, ad nauseum uh, on your phone or on television, uh, it's going to affect you no matter what. And, and, if, and if that is me believing in there's a universal energy, then maybe that's what I believe in. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in it right now when you're, you know, you're, you're seeing, you know, the the police brutality is finally coming to, to, to the, to everyone accepting that this is an actual thing that is happening. People have been saying this for years. Some people have been saying it, but now it's, yeah, now it's in the, in the public. You can't deny what you've seen. And it's hard to. So now my to kids take... have seen it. Now my mother has seen this, you know, like this is real, realer than it had ever been before. And with the, oh my gosh, the, the talking about the, how much COVID-19 is spreading. And I know right now, as I'm saying this, people are, I'm getting anxious. I'm getting anxious. <laughs> um, we need to find positive ways (laughs) we need to find positive ways to 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 make to make ourselves safe because okay this is exactly i'm going to throw it back to you dinah what good is it to your body what good is it to your body if you if you know you're talking about reiki and it and it it loosens up all this energy what good is it to your immune system to be oh my god caught up in anxiety it's it's reiki you mean anxiety for your immune system or for reiki for your immune system okay you have anxiety how is that towards your immune system and how does reiki help that the anxiety part Oh my God. Anxiety is so toxic to your immune system because it, it, it causes inflammation. So you're, you're creating the blocks in your body energetically. And that basically turns, manifests itself physically. So when you're, when you have anxiety and stress, it's kind of like that fight or flight mode. You're in, in that constant, like your body's almost like shaking and tense and your body's constantly fighting you know, fighting to survive. So with Reiki, that just helps. And meditation as well helps you to let go of that anxiety. All of, all of this is basically about like letting go. That's like my little thing. It's like, let it go, let it flow <laughs> before frozen. <laughs> so, frozen free. And, <laughs> so anyways, it's a, that's what makes it toxic because that's what brings the toxins into your system. So Reiki helps to release those toxins, but it's the same thing with meditation. And the funny thing is with everything that happened in the beginning, I knew that the best thing that I, I wanted that I needed to do was to meditate. And I meditate every day, but to be honest with you, when the pandemic started happening, I was like, no, I know I'm supposed to do this, but no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> And I think it was more of a a form of control since everything was going to hell in a handbasket. It was a form of control control for me. Yeah. Yeah. And 
and but I still took my time though, and there the, you know like have quiet moments, but not like you know like the my the, my typical meditations that I had before. But when everything happened with the riot, that's when I realized, oh God, sister, now is when you really need to meditate because that's when I needed to connect, and that's what I needed to like tap in and and to put the love and the positive energy out there because we needed it. You know, so it wasn't for me. It was for me, but it wasn't. It was more like, uh uh-oh, what can I do? And I knew that that's what I could do to help is put that energy out there through meditation. It's such a paradox. It really is. You have to, it's selfishly selfless, if that even makes any sense. Yeah. What you just described. It does. Perfect sense. Yeah. It's a paradox, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like Um, I said before, people think that, focusing on yourself is selfish it's not because no. you're trying to you're trying to evolve you're trying to better yourself you know what i mean you're you're trying to learn and in doing that yeah. you actually help the collective here's one of the the lessons my father taught me um is you don't have any control over anyone else but yourself exactly mm. So yep, a lot right. of the problems that we run into is because we're trying to control other things, other people, other things that are outside of our control. And when you realize that you don't have control over these things and you realize what you do have control over, that helps tremendously. When right now I've got the, the news on in the background, I've got the sound down, but I'm, I'm showing, they're showing all this, you know, how many percentage people in the hospitals and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. All you can do is control yourself. All you can do is make sure that you try to be safe. And um, I'm going to go ahead and I, I don't know, I call it Schrodinger's virus. I don't know if I had the virus. But I know I got super, 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 super sick at the end of of March. I know I had all the symptoms of it. And I know I had a heck of a time breathing. And if it wasn't for the fact of, of, you know, them saying don't go to the emergency room unless you absolutely had to, I would have been to the emergency room with, with the breathing issues that I was having. And the thing that's, that saved me the most during that is meditation, is my breathing exercises. When you bring yourself into, into being more aware of what's going on in your body and learning, you know, the Reiki helps you and the meditation helps you with focusing. And, okay, you have the virus. If you get it, hopefully you won't. But if you do... Mm-hmm. How do you how do you use your body's energy to fight the virus? And instead of you know the one thing that I was I was lucky because of the environment I'm in because I have people here taking care of me that I didn't have to work I didn't have to push through I didn't have right. to to do the things that we we keep on trying to push. You know, oh, well, I'm sick, but I'll just, you know, keep on going. Uh, what you're saying, Dinah, about this is making us take a step back to look at to look at things and, and take things slower. I think that that's one of the most important things that I can tell people is if you get sick, 
whether it's this virus or something else, you need to take care of yourself and take care that you're not getting other people infected. And again, this could be just a cold that I'm talking about, but we seem to have lost that in our, in our culture. We seem to be, you know, Oh, we, we look at it like it's a, um, some kind of a character flaw if you get sick or that it's your fault that you've gotten sick. Right. And we have to, to, we, that's part of the, the let it go, let it flow. I'm not saying give in to an illness, but learning, that's the one thing that my chronic issues have, has taught me is understanding my limitations and accepting that and not trying to push past it i hope i'm making sense here with with what can help people <laughs> oh yes uh, you know you are you, you're totally making sense because that's the thing is um people do need to realize that you know if, if you're not feeling well then don't i mean I, when i was younger i used to think um because i'm an empath so i feel other people's energies i'm very sensitive to it and i never realized that when i was younger um, but there were times when I would tell people, okay, I'll be there at the, at a party or whatever, because I had said that I was going to RSVP, I was going to be there. And then right before I kind of had this feeling like, you know, maybe I shouldn't go like, but I'd force myself <laughs> because I, yeah. that's what I had to do. I made a commitment and I get there yeah. and it never fails. Something always would blow up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I would think, yeah, damn it, I should <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah that's what we do is we force ourselves to think that that's what we have to do but you don't and and now when I need time I need time and I tell people I have no problems telling people you know what I can't tell you I can't commit until that day because I don't know how I'm going to be feeling that day it sounds lame but you know I'm paying attention to to my gut and my instinct and if it's not feeling right I'm not going and that's what's important to you, which is most important, because those are the decisions that you have power over. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Okay, so so I, I wondered, we talked about Reiki, and we talked about levels, um, and we talked about the chakras. We talked about meditation. Um, now, Reiki is something that... Uh, you know, if you're if you're trained in it, you can rake yourself. Um, but usually, you have to have somebody trained in it. Uh, I want to tell you a, a story, an anecdote from one of my friends um, before. Uh, yeah, at one point in this, but it, it would with social distancing, Dinah. I'm setting you up here. <laughs> with social distancing, okay. how can you rake people? How can uh, you, you can rake send people? You love. have to be. Go ahead. You can actually send Reiki long distance. So mm -hmm. I am traditionally trained um, Sui Shiki Ryoho. So that's like traditional Reiki and that's hands-on. Um, the interesting about all of this is I became a Reiki practitioner back in 97 and there was only one Reiki. It was this traditional Reiki. And then what happened was I tried to uh, focus on Reiki as a career back then, but not as many people were as aware of it. So I went back into the service industry, bartended, became a restaurant manager. That's how I met Carlos. And um, 
And then after a while, I was like done with that business. I said, okay, I, I, I can't do this anymore. So let me just, you know, quit, <laughs> which I did not having any jobs, just said, I'm done. This is it. And then I, you know, let's focus on, on developing the Reiki practice. And then, so when I came out, quote unquote, about six years ago, I think seven now, I'm looking around going, wait, what? There's all these other Reikis. But basically, it's basically this all one thing. You know, you're just a channel for the energy. And there have been other um, Reiki masters that have developed their own techniques, and that's what they teach. Uh, but for the most part, everybody is an individual. So you end up having your own technique anyways. You know, you just have to learn the basics. Um, where am I going with this? Because I totally lost train of thought because I came off on tangents. I'm so sorry, Pam. What we were talking about, we, we started, the, the where I, I set you off on this was was uh, was doing the distance Reiki. Um, oh, okay. And okay. Yeah, and, and some, you know, when when I learned that, like, the, the first part, you know, I learned the, uh, the first symbol and I had to have people there with me. And as you, part of the the training that I had was going more and more towards being able to do a distance. And one of my friends from high school, um, she's it's really weird. She ends up showing up in my life. Uh, I I we went to high school to te- together in Texas, and then I I later on I'm a young mother. We're stationed in England. Uh, I'm really sad, missing my friends, wishing that I wasn't a military brat, wishing that maybe I'd stayed with all my the people I went to school with in Texas, and you know just feeling sorry for myself. And I went to a furniture store and I looked up and there's this girl I went to high school with in Texas. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> I know you. Well, she had a tendency to to pop up in my life and. Um, she's she she's into a lot of this her sister does reiki and her sister decided to you know her and her sister set up a distance reiki session and so she she got all ready for it she got the candles going and got the nice music and went to to relax and she was she she felt the energy and she looked at her clock they said they were going to start at two o'clock on the dot and she looked and it was like two minutes until two and she's like well I guess she's already started and she you know did the the distance session and at the very end you know afterwards she called her sister to talk about how it went and she said well I guess you decided to go early and the sister said no I went right on time and they they checked each other's clocks and her sister was exactly two minutes her clock was two minutes faster than Teresa's clock uh-huh. So, oh wow, um, that's cool. So, yeah, so you can if you're if you're open to it, you can definitely feel it. Um, do you are you doing any 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 professional Reiki stuff now? Can people get a hold of you? Oh yeah, um, actually, uh, I, that's what I've been doing for the last uh, after I quit the restaurant management job, um, end of 2013. I started, you know, the journey in 2014 of of growing and developing my Reiki practice, and it has grown. It's been the last two years that it has grown more, but it's not like I have, you know, clients all the time. It's it's still a, a slow process, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh-huh. Um, everything with time. 
But I, I do have um, a bunch of regular clients. And uh, right now, there's a new space that I'm waiting to open up where I can rent a, um, a treatment room because the two treatment rooms that I was using before with COVID, they kind of went away. <laughs> but that's okay. One, one space closed and then the other one was not, no longer available, the, the room that I was using at work. So, so yeah, I actually had um, one person contact me the other day and I sent him some distance Reiki last night. And it's just to, uh, basically, I just wanted to, to take a gauge and see what was going on with him. Um, so basically when you do distance Reiki, uh, it, it's Reiki two. So Reiki one is you are opened up as a channel and you're attuned by Reiki master. And what that means is they put the energy into you so that you can channel Reiki energy. Reiki two, you're taught uh, different symbols. One is to focus energy. Um, one is to uh, help release emotional energy, uh, really deep trapped emotional energy. And then the third is distance uh, Reiki. And a lot of the symbols basically just, for the most part, they help you focus. And to be honest with you, sometimes I don't mm -hmm. use them. I just kind of like, I just think of the person. I just repeat their name, way they, where they are. I kind of put my hands in the air. This is how I do it. You know, some people use a teddy bear. Some people use a pillow. And you just picture that person. And you just, uh, you know, repeat their name over and over again. And then you connect because I can, I can feel it in my hands. Um, you connect with that mm -hmm. person and then you can send energy. <laughs> you got the Reiki hands. I'm sorry, I have to what? laugh at that because my, my other friends, we're talking about the Reiki hands. Once you start getting it, you start getting the Reiki hand. And, and you can, like right now, my hand is warm. <laughs> because yeah. you're talking about it. Uh, you <laughs> well, said that, you know, my hand went boom. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, Pam, that's how we started. So when I was young, I wanted to be a doctor like my father. So I'm going to do another little side here, if you don't mind. You know, if you both can indulge me for like a few minutes. Um, I will young, indulge I you for a few minutes. What? And then I got to, I will indulge you for a minute, but then I do have to run after your anecdote. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I was, um, wanted to be a doctor because my, doc, my dad was a doctor. So growing up, I groomed myself to go to high school and took Latin for four years, you know, you know, science and math instead of the arts. And then senior year in high school, I decided, oh, God, no, I don't want to go into medicine. So I was lost puppy for a while until I found Reiki. And what had happened was I was in the service industry, I was bartending in Rochester, New York. And every time that we would be done with our shift, we'd go to the bar and have a drink. And I would never fail. I always meet up with people and we'd start talking about spiritual, um, the metaphysical. And every single time my hands would start mm -hmm. getting hot. So I would say, um, I have extra energy. Does anybody want any? And so someone would say, yeah, I'll take some. So I'd put my hand on either their knee, their shoulder, wherever. And they usually would say, how did you know that that's where I was hurting? And I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of felt like that's where I needed to put my hand. So that's how I started with the Reiki because someone noticed it and he was a Reiki practitioner. And he said, have you ever heard about Reiki? I'm like, no, what's that? <laughs> so that was the beginning of it. And that's how I, I learned about Reiki. And then I eventually became a practitioner through a whole bunch of different theories that's like there were, you know, no coincidences on how everything happened. Mm -hmm. No, so there, there are no coincidences. Finding out that uh, that's kind of funny because that's kind of how I I was that. You and I really need to talk off, <laughs> off Mike later. 
But I was, yes, I really get that extra energy. I get that Ladies, extra thank energy, you so much. too, and I'm like, hey. Yes, Carlos, thank you so much for being part of this, and thank you for your contribution. Oh, I look forward to catching up with you some more. Big, at Big Pop. Where do we thank find you? Thank you, Carlos, Big for, for getting us all together. I really, really appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. This is just the beginning because I want to hear about all the different Reikis and I'm positive other people do too. So I think we might be able to come up with something together if you're interested. Oh, dude, we can talk about all kinds of stuff. Tapping, essential oils. (laughs) (laughs) Bring my wife on too. She will absolutely school you in essential oils. Okay, cool. (laughs) No, I I almost went went into the... You too. Thank you. Thank you again. Bye, Carla. Uh, Love big, you. Add Big Pop Trivia. Add Big Pop P-O-P, like soda pop, at Big Pop Trivia. So look him up, and uh, and he does some really fun uh, distance, like Zoom-type shows right now. So you can you can still, if you're sitting here in your house saying, or, or wherever you're at going, I'm so bored. I can't believe I'm listening to this podcast. <laughs> Uh, hopefully you're not feeling that way, but, um, but sorry, my daughter is deciding to call me right now. So that's the ringing that you're hearing. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have to, 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 to let her know that I'll call her back later. Um, but the, the, um, you started talking, you, you were talking about different modalities and you, you talked about tapping and the Reiki group that I, that I, we used to do a lot of, this is what I miss. I really miss having a community like I had in Texas. Uh, I moved here to North Carolina five years ago. And hopefully, you know, when you, when you put this stuff out into the universe, you, you can hopefully manifest it. Um, but we would do like once or twice a week, we would, we'd meet and do like a, a Reiki trade where we would do Reiki oh, yeah. on each other and tapping. Yeah. And we, we'd have classes. Um, we, you know, there's a lot that we could talk about with the, the fight or flight. Um, and, and what that's, what's happening in our brain and our amygdala and the different, you know, going back into some of the stuff that we've already gone over with Reiki, when you talk about upper and lower um, chakras and where, where that, fight or flight takes over in your brain and what that means. There's so much that we can do about that. So, so I'm looking forward to where we can, other things that we can explore um, in, in a, in this series or maybe a show of its own. Um, but I miss that having those great, feelings. Those... Go ahead. No, I was going to say that would be great, Pam. Cause you know what I love to do? There's, there's two things that I love to do. I love to eat and I love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Talking, I, I feel can like I, do because it's so much fun. <laughs> I I feel like I've met a soulmate here. I really do. It's like uh, eating, talking. Yes, I I can get and, on board you know with both of those things. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Since there's so many Zoom things, I have a lot of. Um, I'm part of this uh, wellness group. It's a, a networking group called uh, Total Life Care center and um, we've been doing a lot of zoom you know meditations 
and healings. And, you know, next time there's a, an interesting one, I'll definitely let you know and I'll, I'll send you the, the link because everybody's welcome, you know? Woohoo! There you go. I put that intention I out. I know. It right that fast. <laughs> that fast. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. That is the magic. Well, um, the, the no, cool but Reiki. About... Go ahead. Go ahead. What you were saying. I, I was going to say the cool thing about what's happening now is I'm sure you've noticed this is that things are happening very quickly, like to manifest yeah. and synchronistic things. Like you think it and boom, it happens. That's why I tell people all the time. It's like, you don't understand. Magic is real. It is real. It's here. Yes. You have to think it and have faith. Yes. I've, uh, and, and that's the thing when, when people are like, how can you believe that? I'm like, I've seen things. I've experienced things that they're one of my, we, we can do something on crystals too. Uh, I love, oh, I love I've always crystal. been a rock person. I've always been a rock. Oh my God. Me too, me a, too. I had a lucky rock for this and a lucky rock for that. And, and, Oh, that rock looks really nice. I'll carry that. It makes me feel this way. Um, until before I, I found out, about crystals and started learning about you know crystals I was always already into crystals and there was like this time period that I wasn't into crystals so I thought but I was in radio and radio is all about crystals you have to have a crystal in order to stabilize the frequency for radio transmission so anyone who tries to think Anyone who tries to tell me that there's nothing to crystals and the power of crystals, I'm like, do you have a radio? Have you ever listened to the radio? Do you have uh, the, the watches before they became electronic? Still to this day, the most accurate watches are the ones that have a crystal regulated. Yep. And, and, and that's piezoelectricity, um, which may or may not be magic <laughs> but it's it's stuff that we don't really understand you know some people it, it's it just is um but anyhow i back in england again um i started getting back into crystals and we had these uh you sponsor people when they first come over you, you kind of be their their host and help them get their feet while they went, you know, in a new country and a new base and everything. And the people who were sponsoring were very much not magic people. They were very, you know, they were not, they always gave me, rolled their eyes looking at me and stuff like that with, with me and my crystals and my bells and everything. And I, we went, uh, we were at a, a club and there's uh, slot machines there. And the guy was playing slot machines. So I walked up to him with a piece of citrine and I said, this brings abundance. And I rubbed it on the handle and he pulled it back and he got five plums in a row and money started pouring from the machine. And I just gave him this, this, you know, this little witchy, you're welcome smile. And I went around the corner and I'm like, that'll never happen again. That'll never happen again. Thank you that it did. But they quit bugging me. They quit bugging me about my stuff after that. I know, seriously. 
I, I actually got yeah. challenged one time with, with distance Reiki. <laughs> um, I was, uh, again, after working this, you know, uh, a, a restaurant shift, um, my friend and I were at this, you know, bar and we were sitting outside on the patio. And this is one where a, a bunch of cops used to hang out there. And so we were talking about, I don't know, Reiki came up and they said, that doesn't work. You don't know. You don't know. And I said, okay. I said, they're like, you'll never figure out what's wrong with him. And I said, okay. I'm like, all right, what's his name? Where does he live? So I just sat there, had a glass of wine in one hand. <laughs> and, and I started focusing <laughs> on this person. And I basically did, you know, I basically scanned his body in the air, closed my eyes, just like thinking of this person. And I said, huh, okay, well, I feel like he has a blockage kind of like in his midsection, um, a little below the ribs kind of on his right hand. And they looked at me and they're just like, whoa, I'm like what, what? Apparently he was an alcoholic and he had cirrhosis of the liver. And I'm like, see, <laughs> I said, yeah, the hands don't lie. I'm like, energy doesn't lie. <laughs> but they were like, whoa, how did you figure that? I'm like, you know, you just connect. That's pretty much it. You know, distance Reiki, you connect. We're all connected, but you just have to learn to tap in. That's it. And just pay attention. Exactly. So. Um, along oh. with, with that, um, oh, I forgot what it, this is where uh, witchy, magic-y stuff and Reiki connect. Um, you don't have to be witchy to, to get into Reiki, and you don't have to no. be and the other way around, you don't have to, to be a witch. You know, the people who I practice with in Texas were very unwitchy people. And every so often they would, you know, come up with, they would mention something in these classes. And they say, well, in my circles, pun intended, <laughs> we call that this. Um, but it, it does help. Um, it does help my practice. And it helps with different concepts and uh, being able to communicate the concepts. Uh, you mentioned yep. being an empath. I'm an empath. A lot of witchy people are empaths. Um, and Reiki is definitely something that opens those empath channels up. And I already see our next show is being oh, an empath cool. and I and I want people to to take what I'm saying very seriously and I want Dinah to speak on it which I'm again putting you on the spot but I know you can handle this. Being an empath is 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 awesome. It's also scary and bad. Doing reiki is awesome. But being an empath and doing reiki, you have to learn how to deal with negative when you're when you're helping mm -hmm. people with the energy, there might be some some negative energy, um, some unhealthy energy, and you have to understand how to. You know, you were talking about making that connection with grounding. Um, how do you ground? How do you shield? How do you um, not absorb the issues of the person who you're doing the reiki on? Because I have a feeling that people might be listening to this podcast and saying, oh, I can do Reiki. And <laughs> they take, well, uh, keep, keep in mind that you got to be careful with it. Go ahead. 
I was going to say what before you had mentioned all this um, about um, you know picking up other people's uh, energies um, is that I forgot to say in the beginning is that we're all healers um, and each and every single person is a healer and knows knows how to do it how to heal but we kind of forgot so different mm-hmm. modalities and different things bring you to that path on on letting you remember you know that you have this healing power and you know the one that works for me is reiki for some other people it's qigong you know um wiccan and it it just but everybody knows how to heal themselves because think about it when you were a little kid what happened when you like fell down and scraped your knee what's the first thing that you did you know you you put your hand on it because it made it feel better and then you kind of spit on it. I don't know about you, but I remember I'd like, I'd lick it. And there's antibacterial yeah. properties in your saliva. That's why like animals lick their wounds. It's the same thing. And it's like you innately know what to do, but we don't pay attention to it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's instinct. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to picking up things, um, as an empath, let's see. I, I feel people's pains sometimes, like their physical pain. So sometimes someone will walk in the room and, and I'll get a headache and I'll know that it's that person um, has a headache. And I use it as a, I, I take it as a blessing. I use it like, as like a tool because then I know exactly where to go, you know, to help them, where to put my hand. So I'll right. always ask them like, hey, you have a headache? Can I help you? I can do Reiki on you. So it helps. One time I, I volunteered at Stanford hospital and I was doing Reiki and there was this older woman and she was agitated. One of the nurses said, you know, I think she would really benefit from some Reiki, but he didn't really tell me much more. Um, when I walked in the room, uh, I, he didn't tell me that she had dementia and she really didn't know what was going on, but she was kind of close to end of life. And I was like, hi, how are you? I'm trying to talk to her and try and figure out, okay, well, I'm not really sure where you need help, but I'm going to start on your head like I usually do. And then all of a sudden I started getting this pain um, in my rib cage. And I thought, oh, okay, well, that's where I need to focus. You know, so I I use it as a tool. And the thing is like um, for protection, you definitely have to ground yourself and you have to connect. What I do is I I connect to the earth energy and universal energy. um, And I do that before any session and picture myself as a channel. And then what I do is I bubble myself in white light. So before I used to physically with my hands, you know, together over my, my, the top of my head, and then just kind of like draw a big bubble and start, you know, kind of like dropping my hands around me all the way down to my feet. That's what I would do. And then when I do pick up these aches and pains or whatnot, I just look at it as like, you know, I, I, I thank it, thank the pain that I'm able to like, you know, feel it. And then I let it go because I just say, this is not mine. And I let it go. And that works for me. You know, it's, it's everybody kind of yeah. has to figure out their own way. But for the most part, it's like, I know with the Reiki finish, you do, you, you brush it all off. You know, you kind of like flip That's your hands and trying. you brush yeah. it off. You brush but, it off. And, the, and I, the thing, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, the thing that the 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 thing that I was like trying to to what I was keying into with what you were saying and what I the the message I want to bring out to people, 
when you're talking about walking into the room and having somebody with a headache and, and knowing or reaching out to somebody, you know, that you're going to do a, a healing on, a, a Reiki on, and you're like, okay, I feel, you know, I'm feeling the pain here. You need to find a way to understand that that is not your pain. And yes, you don't exactly. take on. You don't take on. Because I'm the, I'm the person that... I can't watch medical shows because I pick up and I'm not talking about, Oh, I think I have such and such. No, I, I start getting the symptoms <laughs> and I have to leave wow. and ground myself because I just start, yeah. you know, I, 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 so when you're doing work on somebody, you have to, to, understand that when you're when you're taking this energy you're picking up the energy you're looking at the energy you're experiencing the energy and then you're brushing it off yep you don't own that energy that's where meditation comes into play and working on yourself because and paying attention because the more you get to know who you are the more you realize like if you walk in a room and you feel something um then it's like oh that's not mine. You know what I mean? Whereas there's a right. lot of empaths that don't realize they're empaths and, and they all of a sudden they start crying like they don't know why or they feel angry and they don't know why and they think they're going crazy, but it's not. They're just picking up on other people's energies. And so I feel like the more you get to know who you are, then that's when you can just start to discern, okay, this is not mine <laughs> and I need to let well, this yeah. go. And Carlos's five four three two one helps out tremendously. Doing something like that, bringing yourself yeah. in the present, bringing yourself into yourself. Um, and I know he kept saying logical side, but I kind of the way that I I I think what he is, if I were to 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 use that in my words and my language, is grounding. It brings yep. you into yourself. Um, and instead of go ahead now, I was going to say when he was talking about his 54321 the whole thing that came to me is it's hiking because whenever I feel that I really really need to connect that I need to just get away and I need to come back to me is I need to go outside and I need to hike because that's exactly it it's like the senses you're hearing birds mm-hmm. You're smelling the trees, you're smelling the grass, you're feeling all of this stuff, but it's that connection to, to Mother Earth and nature. And um, so when he was talking about the different senses and it's being logical, all came up to me was, it's, it's like, that's what hiking is for me. And that's, that's what it's I tell people, if you want to... If you if you want to be a good pagan, a good nature-based worshiper, whatever path you're on, uh, on this, the the one of the best, one of the most important things that you can do is to go out and listen to the birds, <laughs> and, yep. and and you know listen to the trees, learn how to make contact with trees, and and it's hard to explain to people because we're you know we're not taught that the trees, a lot of us are not taught that the trees have a language, that the trees have a way of communicating. It's not like they're saying, hi, how are you? Did you watch that show on TV last night? It's a different way. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, and if you if you slow yourself down, you understand that the trees move. The patience that I get from trees is uh, is so. In fact, that's one of the things I use when I go out. Um, a lot of times is, and this is kind of like a Reiki thing. I I think about a tree and I plant and. I'm going to tie this up here, Diane, Dinah, perfectly. Think about being a tree and your roots are in the ground and your branches are up to the sky. And you touch the sky and you're part of the universe out there in the sky and the air, but you're also part of the ground. There you go. And you have everything Perfect. in between. Your trunk goes between. So there's all sorts of ways that you can use Reiki in your life. Um, do you have, before we wrap everything up, do you have any books or sources, resources for people or an exercise for anyone, or we can save that for other shows? Um, we could probably save it for other shows. Um, right now, I'm in the middle of working on my uh, website because I had an old one that I didn't. Eh, it was okay. <laughs> but I do have a, mm -hmm. a, a Facebook page. Um, but for the most part, I think the most important thing that I would just tell people is just meditation isn't this huge thing where you have to sit there for an hour and try to get nothing in your mind. I think that's what the big thing that people think about with meditation all meditation is, is just slowing down. So if you're feeling stressed or anxious, all you really need to do is just kind of like sit quietly for just maybe 10 minutes, close your eyes, and just focusing on your breathing. And just try to breathe in through your nose and then out through your mouth, like three deep breaths. Just focus on that and do it slowly and deeply. And then just kind of like pay attention to how your body starts to just slow down, start to sink into your chair, and you start to let go. And that's basically all meditation is. It's just slowing down. So it's not, not like this huge thing. It's almost intimidating, I think it is, for, for some people. But that's all it is, just slowing down. So I was going to say that would be and the one take that I would tell people, and it's simple. It's easy. And the the one thing that that when you start getting into – learning how to meditate and you start getting learning, learning how to put yourself into that, that state, that frame of mind, um, it can become second nature to the, to the point where you could like, boom, snap your fingers, you're there and you don't mm -hmm. need an hour. You just need a couple breaths to pull yourself exactly. together, be there. And, and and I think that it's perfect. The name of the of the of the platform is the Witching Hour Spellcast. And to me, the Witching Hour, that's what I'm talking about with the Witching Hour is when you pull aside that time that you make. It can be an hour, it can be a few breaths, but that's that's where the magic is. Mm -hmm. That's and and you're the one creating that. And that's why exactly. this is the Witching Hour Spellcast. <laughs> um, oh, this has been a great first show, Dinah. We, we're gonna. I'm looking forward to what we can do the next time. Um, and do you have 
you said you're working on your 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 website. Do you want to go ahead and give out the Facebook information for people to to reach you? You yeah, don't have it's, to. It's, uh, it's, oh no, that's fine. I mean, uh, my email is Dinah Reyes Reiki at Gmail uh, dot com, and then uh, Facebook, it's just um, Dinah Reyes Reiki. If you look that up, you'll see Reiki Master Practitioner. And then all the other info is there. So it's D-I-N-A-H-R-E-Y-E-S-R-E-I-K-I at gmail.com. You can get in touch with me there. If anybody has any questions about anything, I'll be more than happy to, to chat because I got time. <laughs> right now I have time. <laughs> well, you make the time. That's what it's all about. Um, exactly. I really appreciate I really appreciate Carlos for, for connecting us. I'm looking forward to a wonderful friendship and far uh, a lot more things for us to do. And I'm glad that, that uh, also Carlos reached out for me, for him, because I know um, that, you know, a radio is, was my life for the longest time. And when I, my chronic illness made it so I couldn't work anymore like I said, you aren't your job. And that's something that I had to learn too. And being able to do this podcast um, helps me tremendously too. So I hope it helps people as much as it helps me. Um, thanks for listening. I'm going to go ahead and play us out. Do you have any more last, any last words, Dinah, before I play yeah, a song? No, I just, I just want to thank you so very much for holding this and having the, uh, Carlos and I on this because, um, this was, this was a lot of fun. It was like really amazing. And, um, I definitely do think that this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship and I'm looking forward to the two of us just chatting. <laughs> yeah. So thank yeah, you. We're going to let Carlos you. in every so often. <laughs> yeah. Now Carlos is a really cool guy. Um, Again, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. This is not anything to do with witchiness or anything like that. But if you want to check out some of the shows that he does um, and help him out, um, hand him a, give him a tip or two if you if you do take care, uh, if you do join him on his trivia because he does a lot of work, puts a lot of work into it, and he puts on a very entertaining show when you can do it in real life uh, without the social distancing. But he still does a fun fun time. Uh, on his trivia shows and it's fun yes, to go does. out and at, at least connect with people virtually so uh, Big Pop at Big Pop Trivia uh, I'm going to go ahead and play us out with some Dave the Bard and Green and Gray and uh, don't forget we have I think this is a Witches Next Door week um, this Wednesday and then Thursday Witches, Whiskey, and Wit with Jason Mankey, and uh, fun stuff to come. I think I'm going to do a Green Album show tomorrow. And The Green Album, I'll tell Dinah about it in private. <laughs> but I'll do a green, <laughs> a green Album show tomorrow. Here's Dave the Bard, Green and Gray, playing us off today.
the first of May A man in black came walking into a woodland glade Following the sounds of pipes on this beautiful spring day High from the music that they made But what beheld him within that place A look of recognition fell across his face Oh Lucifer, oh Lucifer, why do you appear to me? For I am a man of God, a priest I'm no devil
Mm-hmm. And I remember pulling him aside, the guy whose house she was staying at, and I said, you need to go and get her checked. And I told told him where it was in the back of her leg on her, I think it was on her right leg. And I said, you need to go and get that checked. You need to go and make sure she goes to the doctor. And she ended up almost dying from the infection. He didn't listen to me. <laughs> He didn't listen to me. Oh my God. So I'm not trying to sound like, like I'm all knowing and I don't need any training. It's just that, that I, I, this is all stuff that a lot of the stuff came natural to me and I don't want to be. Hello. You got bounced into, into live for a second. I'll go ahead and edit that, edit that out in case it's there. Are you there? Dina? Hello? I might have gotten that bounced into life. 